Welcome to this episode of the Million Dollar Mastermind, where we get real world insights on winning from people who have accomplished amazing things. I'm your host, Larry Wydell, and let's get going. I'm here talking with Bill Whittle from Louisiana, and I guess Baton Rouge. Is that right, Bill Whittle? That's right. Baton Rouge been here for 40, 50 years. 40, 50 years. And uh, went there for, for college, right? Is that right? Yeah, 1969, left the state of Indiana, where I played high school basketball, recruited to play ball at LSU, went to school there, graduated, and um, went out and coached for a number of years, and then got into business after that. So, uh, so Bill, people will know who you are. Uh, and again, we're going to, you know, as an entrepreneur, and helping other people get in business for themselves. How many offices do you have from your uh, 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 brokerage firm? Let's say, uh, you know, your financial business, how many offices do you have and how many states would you say you're in? Yeah, well, Larry, you know, it's like of ours, it's, it's something that uh, you've built and then the other ones I bought out from other companies, right. people decided yeah, to retire. Yeah, so, Murray, yeah, probably uh, in 30, di 30 different states, about 300 offices. About 300 offices. Yeah, you're, um, if you can, it's nice to be able to do uh, uh, what Elon Musk did. And you just make enough money with your, your original business to go out there and buy something like Twitter. <laughs> right. And you, you know, you did so incredibly well with your first uh group that puts you in a position to absorb others in that's what you know successful companies do that's uh, a normal progression and uh because not everybody is doing well and the other thing is leadership changes you know people that are, start companies they don't live forever and they get other interests and so as you do well that's one thing to talk about bill is as you do well uh opportunities open up and you probably um, never expected that. And so uh, you're probably in a surprise situation that that, that uh, when those things came along, how, would, they, would you agree? Well, not necessarily, Larry. I, I did expect it. I've never been surprised anything's happened to me in my life. I did expect it. I, I, I'm, I really mean that. I'm not saying that arrogant or egotistically. I expect everything great. I'm never surprised when I had a great marriage for 46, 47 years. I'm never surprised I raised great kids. It wasn't by luck. It was by design. I do think the hand of God's been on my business in my life, but it wasn't luck. And it wasn't ever a surprise. And the same thing when something happens bad to me, nine times out of 10, I realized I had something to do with it. But also when things happened to me good, I realized I had something to do with it. So I've never really been surprised and I've always been expected. Therefore, I'm always prepared. So when the time does come, I expected it. So I'm prepared. And so talk about uh, as you, you know, if, if we get into this thing so people can, understand how you think and what your operating mindset is where did that come from and how quick did that come to you as you were growing up no i think a lot of that did come from as i was growing up i, I grew up extremely poor uh, my dad used to call it poor and i was below poor 
but yet I was happy. I mean, I didn't know we were that poor because I didn't think we're that poor. Uh, I grew up with knowing the great equalizer in life was hard work. Uh, I didn't care if it <clears throat> came down to, uh, you know, whether it was uh, uh, get into a fight. I remember one time as a child, I, and I told my dad, I said, well, you know, what do I do if, uh, if a guy's bigger or stronger, tougher, and somebody starts, he said, but don't you ever start a fight because if you come home, you start a fight, I'm going to whip your rear end. He said, but if you ever run from a fight, you come home, I'm going to whip your rear end. I said, well, it sounds like I'm going to get my rear end whipped no matter what. He said, no, you're not listening to me. He said, I'm, and my dad got killed when I was 11 years old. That's part wow. of my, I think, hard knock story. But uh, he said, no, he said, he said, I'm, I'm talking about finding an equalizer. I said, what do you mean? He said, well, a brick or a rock or a stone, don't you run from anything. And that much again, my dad got killed when I was 11, but all these, these, these philosophies in my mind, he taught me these things to never run from anything. Don't ever start anything uh, unless it's good, but like a fight, don't start that fight, but never run from the fight. Just find a way to fight if it's worth fighting for. And so I, he learned to me that hard work was a great equalizer. So I learned hard work as a kid, luckily, because if I wouldn't have learned that when my dad got killed when I was 11, I was on the street by the time I was 12, 13 years old. Well, what if I wouldn't have learned hard work? I wouldn't have been able to survive in the real world. And that served me very well in the rest of my life. Then there's other principles that, that my, my mother, he said, well, where did I learn it from? Well, I learned a lot of those things from my father, but I also learned from my mother when my dad got uh, killed. I really felt like that he was a strong person in my life, which he was, by the way, but uh, a very uneducated man, eighth grade degree, uh, didn't graduate high school, drove a forklift, but at once again, hard work, hard work, hard work, no excuses, nothing like that was tolerated, but he was a very loving, caring man, but he just, uh, it was just a real structured type mentality and then my he dies i take and my mother takes over and i watched my mother uh, she was 27 years old having to provide for three of us kids we had no insurance no investments no money no nothing so we lost the house the cars everything so by the time i was 12 13 everything was gone so i watched my mom go to work at a cabinet shop she had a fifth grade degree watch her go to work at a cabinet shop at that one day at the cabinet shop, she had been working all night long at a White Castle hamburger shop up in Indianapolis, Indiana, going to work at a cabinet shop all day long. She was fatigued that day. Her, she, her hand goes into a table saw at the cabinet shop, chops her left hand off, and she goes back to work, Larry, the next day with, a no, with her hand chopped off, knowing she's got three kids at home that she wow. had to provide no husband, no money, no nothing, no skills, no education. I saw my mom do that. Well, you see that in your mind, you don't become the victim. You become the owner of your life and think, man, if I watched my mom do that and accomplish what she did in trying to raise us kids, couldn't do a very good job of it, but she was doing everything. I learned that. Do everything you can with what you've got and things seem to work out. And that's what happened.
That wraps up this episode. Consider leaving a rating and review if you like what you heard. In addition, I have a free video for you and it contains my best insights from 20 years of running my own business and also coaching million dollar earners. You'll find it at whiteleonwinning.com forward slash webinar. Thanks for listening and do it big.